I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute drowning in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share podcast is brought to you by PDAX. PDAX is a homegrown cryptocurrency exchange that offers the best rates among local cryptocurrency exchanges. Download the PDAX app now on the Google Play Store, App Store, or Huawei App Gallery. Start trading Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other cryptocurrencies for as low as 50 pesos by signing up on podlink.co slash hustlesharepdax. Also powered by Podmachine. The simplest way to grow and edit your podcast. Sign up now at podmachine.com and use the code HUSTLESHARE to get one free edit. You should be able to really add so much value to the world and make the world a better place, make the world spark. And I think it's when I apply those guiding principles that I am able to show up as an ally in life. Welcome to HUSTLESHARE. The podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Beitiong. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hustle Share Podcast. I'm very, very honored because it's very hard to get these types of guests in this podcast. But before I get started, shout out first to PRC, our friends who's always responsible for giving us the best guests possible. So again, I'm going to try my, my best not to fumble and fanboy a little bit. <laughs> because we have a, such an amazing guest today. And before we get carried away, let's welcome to the show, Mr. Rudy Abrams of SAP Philippines. Rudy, welcome to the show. 
Thank you for being on Hustle Share. How are you doing, Rudy? Ron, first and foremostly, wow, what an introduction. I feel like I just scored the winning goal at the yes, World Cup. <laughs> or the slam dunk, uh, in, you know, in the finals. I am terrific. It is a pleasure and an honor to be here with you today. Uh, I'm coming to you from Manila on a Friday afternoon. So totally awesome being here and completely looking forward to this amazing podcast, right? And just right. sharing sharing a little bit about, you know, where we're at, what's happening and so, yeah, thanks so much for having me. And again, just like always, I need to ask you the million-dollar question. Rudy, what's your hustle? Aha, uh-huh, my hustle. Wow, such a lot of color there. But look, in a couple of bullet points, let me just put it out there, Ron. First and foremostly, kamustato. So I'm beginning to <laughs> learn work on my Filipino. And that's important, right? Because as the new leader of our business in the country. I'm officially the managing director and president for the country for SAP, responsible for perhaps over 2,600 people in the country. So totally, totally awesome gig. Love being here, love leading the teams, love working with our customers. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm responsible for all our customer-centric innovation approaches to digital transformation in the country. Mm -hmm. My focus area Areas, my team's focus areas is really helping customers, our partner ecosystems, our communities tackle the biggest issues that they face, such as business transformation woes and how we catapult their on-premise systems to the cloud, building right. resilient supply chains and creating like a really sustainable future by using IT and SAP technology as an yep. enabler to make the world run better and improve Filipinos' lives. And again, I've seen this in the flesh. Uh, the company that acquired Chatbot BH, my second startup, basically runs that whole conglomerate on SAP. So shout out to Sterling Paper Group. Um, again, from their agribusiness to their paper business, everything, their backbone is SAP. And again, I've seen how it's built for scale and how efficient it is. And again, before we start talking about that, I need you to buckle up, Rudy. Because we need to dissect your life before SAP. All right, so buckle up because we're going to have to ride the Hustle Share time machine. All right, and we're all the way to Cape Town, South Africa to understand the origin story of one Mr. Rudy Abrams. But Rudy, I know, I know you've had a, such an amazing career, especially in IT, but again, your roots originate from down under, the real down under of the continent of Africa in Cape Town, such an amazing city. Um, but talk to me about how you grew up. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of progress that you've seen as South Africa evolved, but what was the mindset that you had? Did you want to be in business when you were growing up, or was that something you discovered along the way? Well, first and foremost, I'm absolutely strapped in and I've got my hands on the wheels as we go. And thanks for taking me back to Cape Town. Spot on. I'm a homeboy from South Africa. Mm-hmm. As cliched as it sounds, Ron, uh, extreme humble beginnings. So my mom and dad still live in Cape Town. They live right next to the airport in Cape Town. And as you know, airports are built mostly next to the ghetto. So right. very humble beginnings. Uh, you and know, very gone. noisy. You can hear well, every takeoff and landing. <laughs> and 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 just and just a wonderful place. But I think, you know, if, if I was to really reflect on my life looking backwardly, 
I've been very deliberate about things. So, you know, when you grow up with adversity, I've always felt that adversity is the mother of creation. And so you end up becoming very resourceful. And from a very young age, I personally have developed what I call having a lot of moxie, meaning that I wanted to be self-sufficient. I wanted to make sure that I contribute to the home as early as I could, whether that was a part-time job, just to take the burden of mom and dad that had so many other competing priorities. And I guess that entrepreneurial mindset was baked in me through circumstance. And, you know, just being from South Africa and growing up in apartheid, we've had our own interesting past. And I think in my book of life, when I look at the society that I grew up in, needing to kind of be normal in an abnormal society, I knew that at some point I would need to have the wherewithal to be a little more resilient and show up in the world a little bit differently. And, you know, uh, you know, looking outside to the world, it was always a fascinating time for me to think about what I could be. And I think this is less about me, but more about the village and the neighborhood. And like in the Philippines, the neighborhood raises us, right? Not necessarily bad. So, so I still have this neighbor that's, you know, Auntie Jane or this Ate or Kuya, and can you borrow us a half a bottle of oil because we ran? Wow. So it's those kinds of experiences that I always draw upon when I look at business, when I look at my team, and I think about how we show up in the world. That's helped me navigate what I really wanted to do. And I've gotten very, very fortunate and blessed because there's been key moments in my life where there's been amazing leaders that has given me an opportunity. Mm-hmm. either to leave the country, to run a certain role. And I think it was through that luck, hard work, blood, sweat, and tears mm-hmm. that I finally made my way out of Cape Town. And so mm-hmm. what does that look like in essence lately? Right. Well, look, I've been in IT, in the ICT space for more than 25 years. I joined right. SAP in 2017 in wow. the Dubai office in, in the Middle East, covering uh, a myriad of, of senior leadership roles. I then moved uh, into Singapore uh, around six years ago. And, uh, you know, I was the head of our success factors line of business, which is our HR suite applications, fantastic HR solution that hundreds and thousands of customers run across the globe. You know, I was the, prior to the success factors role, I used to head up what we call our digital transformation office which is propeller heads, right? Guys and girls with sparks coming out of their ears, business architects, solution engineers, innovation folk. Mm -hmm. And so, Ron, I've had the pleasure of working in so many countries and meeting so many different people with different cultural diversities. These countries include Qatar, Egypt, Cape Town, Pakistan, Kuwait, Vietnam, the Philippines now, Thailand, Southeast Asia, Escarpment, So I've had the good fortune of really, really interacting with so many global citizens. And I myself am a global citizen. Prior Mm. to joining SAP, I was an SAP customer as a Mm. CEO leader myself. So I've been on the supply side and the demand side of SAP. And so I know the portfolio very, very well. And uh, in many ways, one can say that my blood is blue, right? Um, (laughs) SAP blue. I think in conclusion, just a little more of tidbits about me, Ron, is that I guess in and out of SAP, there's one Rudy. So it's all on a continuum. Some of the things that that's really near and dear to me is that I'm a strong supporter of 
gender, diversity, equity, and inclusion, yes. and also yes. belonging. So, so mm -hmm. I make it my duty in every single thing I do to espouse that and create the spaces for the marginalized, because I was lucky to have spaces created Correct. for me by amazing people in the past. Mm -hmm. I also am a firm proponent and supporter of developing the next generation. So yep. the future leaders, more particularly women in STEM and women in leadership is mm -hmm. so critical to me because I think it's about sustainability. And with that sustainability is building resilient organizations. Last but not least, as a self-proclaimed people first leader, I'm an advocate for mental wellness, and uh, it's the month of uh, November at the moment. I'm sporting uh, a moustache, and I'm I wish I can grow that. <laughs> My moustache only grows on the side. <laughs> I look like a dragon. <laughs> it tried. comes with great difficulty, but look, yep. November globally is Movember, and so yep. you know we're talking about men's health, and you know men are macho, macho men. We don't yep. really talk about about mental health. So, you know, prostate cancer, so 1.4 million people die of prostate oh, cancer. Man. So I'm saying to my brothers out there, go have yourself checked. Early detection saves lives. Correct. In my private time, hey, I I, I love reading. Uh, I love a sport nut. Uh, I love food. Um, I love reading autobiographies and uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, part-time poetry on the side as well. So, yeah, wow. that's me in a nutshell. That's my growing up, um, I'm a global pedestrian. I live my life probably by this mantra if I could. And I hope I don't get sued by Maya Angelou's people. But I've just, you know, I kind of, I love this. People will forget what you did. People will forget what you said. But people will never forget the way you made them feel. And that's kind of something that keeps me true North Ron. That is absolutely amazing. But again, you've, you've beautifully described who you are how you have you gotten here and how how amazing of a man you are but i want to understand several things because you said earlier that you got where you are because you were given opportunities now just in a nutshell talk to me about several of the lessons that your mentors or the leaders that you've seen as role models made you feel and made you learn that contributed to how you work today Wow, that's such a beautiful question because it just opens up such good memories in me, Ron, around those opportunities. There's a couple of things that come to mind. Mm -hmm. I think the four agreements is definitely something that was baked into me from some very influential people around how I could think about things. Those four agreements being do your best, Rudy. As long as you yes. do your best, God will do the rest. The wow. second thing was really around be impeccable with your word. So if you say you're going to do something, show up and do it. Correct. The third thing and the fourth thing is a little more tough to deal with, but so seismic in, in having the shifts happen is don't take things personally. It's Correct. never personal. It's always contextual. And I guess the last thing was don't make assumptions. Yes. Linked to these four agreements, I think probably one of the very important mentors in my life spoke to me about the five Qs. And creating your five cues as a bank balance and making sure that each of these cues as a bank balance are not depleted or overachieving on one side or the other. And I'll yes. talk very quickly about those five okay. cues. Your intelligence quotient, okay. your emotional quotient, okay. your spiritual quotient, your physical quotient, and your motivation quotient. 
And in mm. each of those quotients, if you really lived a balanced life and reflected deeply on them, and you're investing in each of those quotients Correct. proportionately, you should be able to really add so much value to the world and make the world a better place, make the world spark. Yeah. And I think it's when I applied those guiding principles that I am able to show up as an ally in life and I can be depended on. And that's been some of the lessons for me, Ron. Now, I know it sounds very much I, I, me, me, like an eye specialist. It's not my <laughs> I'm just repeating what was inculcated into me for free right. by the brothers and sisters. And, 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 and I'm paying it forward now. Absolutely. And again, I totally agree. I, I'll just share because I literally just got off of a youth conference earlier this morning. And in, in a similar way, I was saying that you need to establish your standard of excellence, right? Because a lot of the kids now that listen to this, if you stop where it feels uncomfortable, that's actually just the border of you trying to get out of your comfort zone. What I worry about some of the kids now, if you're Gen Z and whatnot, if you quit just when it becomes difficult, you'll never know how far you can go. And again, you 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 inculcated that very very well in what you said that you know at a lot of these factors that you come in has to come in together, and this is something that works from generation to generation to generation. The only difference is when we were doing our hustle, we didn't have the factor of technology being so readily available to compare to the kids now. And again, this is something that is timeless that can be passed on from generation to generation, and those who actually use it will end up, again, hopefully, in the same success that the Rudy Abrams have been able to do. All right, now let's take our first break. And when we come back, Rudy, we will talk about your hustle on a daily grind on the blue brand in SAP. But let's talk about that more after the break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch 
at SASCONPH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at sasschallenge.ph. That's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back in the break. We are still with Rudy Abrahams again. Oh, this is such an amazing hustle again. Just and the tenets of how to be great in what you do and be a great leader. But again, this episode is about understanding the grind because you don't understand how much SAP is such a pillar of success of so many businesses, not just here in the Philippines, but around the world and even governments. You know, they run this thing. And these are these are the foundations that we rarely get to see and have a peek of. And today, Ruby will be discussing that. Now, first off, Rudy, I want to understand, as the new managing director of SAP, what's uh, what's the business strategy for, and focus for the Philippines specifically? Because again, this is a legacy business. They've been around for a while. And, you know, sometimes the, the challenge with legacy is how do you continue to still grow if you already have a solid foundation? Absolutely. Ron, before I answer that question, maybe I'd love to share with you what SAP does. Okay, game. And I can tell you about the fact that we're one of the world's leading producers of software for the management of business processes in organizations, and we develop solutions that facilitate effective data processing. We've got a lot of corporate factoids behind that, you know, the fact that we support over 2,800 customers in 26 industries through 23 partners. And, you know, in the Philippines, 99.5% of registered businesses are SMEs, generating 62% of the country's employment. But I want to change gears with you because your energy is so electrifying. And I wanted to describe SAP in this manner, if you would indulge me. Okay, let's do it. So here we go, right? Here's the logic. Cool and wondrous things happen around us every single day. Mm -hmm. But most people don't notice them. So have you ever paused to wonder how milk gets into cartons and then into the fridge at your local supermarket and then into the cereal bowl with, you know, our kids eating it? Have you ever wondered how those life-saving vaccines get produced, packed and squirted into billions of arms? Mm. Have you ever wondered about these things or how have you ever wondered how may well the coolest software company has been around? That's how I describe SAP. Where the coolest software company that many people haven't heard about. Mm -hmm. Two-thirds of the world's ice cream manufacturers rely on our systems. What? As does 80% of the world's pet food producers. And three-quarters of all beauty fragrances and products rely on SAP systems. So, so Ron, here's the deal. Imagine you're at a party. Someone comes up to you. You work for SAP. Someone comes up to you and says, hey. Tell me what you do. This is what I tell them when I get asked that question. Mm -hmm. I work for the coolest software company that your friends have never heard of. And they go, what? And I tell them (laughs) that we put a phone in every pocket, but we're not Apple and we're not Samsung. Yep. And we put shoes on the feet of the world, but we're not Nike or Adidas. Right. You see, we think that software is really, really cool in SAP. But... It's what you do with that software that's even more cooler. And that's why we help hospitals that care for the sick 
and the injured to run smoothly, as well as government agencies that protect the most vulnerable and needy, and disaster relief organizations that swing into action the most desperate of times. So in essence, I love working for SAP because we're the coolest software company, Ron, that your yep. friend has heard of, and you begin to see the breadth and the depth that we operate in. Yeah, I agree. And again, I didn't even un- understand the vastness of how you guys do. Again, we're talking about ice cream. I'm a, I'm a cat person, so my cat owes you for their great food that they get, that <laughs> they nibble on every day, and of course, the makeup. Imagine how many girls are going to be you know, coming into work, not looking pretty if you didn't make that happen. But again, this is you're, you've been an advocate of digital transformation. You've been the coolest software company that, again, nobody's heard of, but now people are aware of. But again, th- this doesn't stop with just companies here because you also drive businesses and, again, government in transforming it to move them to the cloud, which, again, if you're able to do it for private companies, Imagine how efficient that would be if our governments or our, our institutions that help our civilians are able to do that. How are you able to then bring the same spunk that you guys have built in SAP where the, probably the hardest client to, to, to acquire and service, which is government? Absolutely. Look, it's a great question. And under my stewardship, uh, there couldn't be a greater opportunity for the industry right now, for the country and for SAP you know, as the partner to the government's uh, potential digital transformation, there's a couple of things we're seeing immediately. Uh, Philippines is ramping up exponentially in its uh, national government transformation initiatives to ensure seamless and more efficient transactions across government agencies, especially with those agencies that have got a very, very important front-end facing function. Our customers and partners are concerned how they can thrive despite this fast-changing business dynamic landscape and priorities that they're operating and making sure that they build those frictionless experiences on a day-to-day basis. We also see that the Philippines is in this era of new disruption, yep. new innovation, and new re-innovation, creating opportunities for those to choose to leverage the technologies and to transform their businesses in exponential ways, uh, if you will. Right. I think we have uh, recently, maybe I could share just with you, how we surround this and how we actually go to market with this, Ron. So we've recently launched our Southeast Asia 2025 strategy with a vision to build a real sustainable future for the Southeast Asia region. This strategy is for the Philippines as well. Emphasizing our goal to transform tomorrow today, which is our tagline. Nice. But it's really about being a catalyst of sustainable success mm-hmm. for our customers, partners, and the communities we operate in. And of course, this gets extended to the government. Mm-hmm. We do this in five key pillars. And uh, if you would indulge me, I just very quickly. Absolutely, let's do it. But we are infatuated with customer success. It starts and ends with customer success. So the goal for us here is to really make sure that our customers extract true value from their SAP investment years to come as they pivot to the cloud. We are to support our customers from end to end covering every single step of their digital transformation journey. Mm -hmm. Next pillar for us is a monumental pillar, and that's cloud hypergrowth. We Mm -hmm. are beginning to see the pivot to the cloud. We've seen social media apps, we've seen banking, and customers are now taking mission-critical workloads into the cloud. 
So no longer are they running their on-premise systems. We anticipate and we see the early numbers and it looks really promising. Customers are driving their workloads to the cloud. The country's cloud market is potentially going to shift from $1.8 billion to at least $2.8 billion by 2025. What? That is fantastic. Wow. Economy, which we know in the Philippines is a, is a sachet economy. So it's going to create so much employment opportunities. Correct. I guess with what we call our SAP Rise with SAP offering, we are able to provide a comprehensive package to support business transformation with our customers and our partners. And this is to enable their business process optimization across a myriad of line of business functions, whether that's human experience management in the organization, supply chain optimization, customer experience, or even just analytics to name a few. And these solutions combined really provides our customers and government agencies with the ability to really become sustainable intelligent enterprises. I think I mentioned earlier the numbers around the SME space, but for us, that's where it's at. You know, according to uh, the 2020 data from the Philippine Statistics Authority, 99.5% of registered businesses are medium enterprises, generates 62% of the country's employment. Now, Ron, that's massive. And so SAP is not only for blue chip entities. We're very much in the SME space. And that's a future big bet and industry that we're really across. And we are seeing hyper growth from that industry. We also know that SMEs make up about 90% of our customers in the Philippines. So we aim to continuously partner with them and drive out their digital transformation journeys. And then last but not least, in the SME space, we really look forward to empowering the partner ecosystem to drive that digitalization journeys across the Philippines. Not only Metro Manila, but a geo-expansion gig. So let's get out to Cebu, let's get out to the provinces, and let's start taking that mom and pop shop, putting them into the cloud so that they can focus on their core business and not worry about the IT landscape. Correct. I guess, look, something that's critically important to us is sustainability. Sustainability in in beyond just, you know, talking about scope one, two, three reporting. How do we really make sure that companies of all sizes are doing the right thing for the planet? Mm. Our customers, our partners have got ESG considerations into their strategic frameworks. Mm -hmm. Because of the increasing demand from their investors and their customers and regulatory developments, our customers are now expected to start reporting on their ESG. In the Philippines in itself, sustainability disclosures are crucial, which require publicly listed companies to submit an annual sustainability report under a comply or explain approach, which I think is going to create seismic shifts in how we responsibly run our business. And so SAP aspires to support and enable every customer to realize their sustainability goals as we drive towards, you know, the three zeros, zero emission, zero waste, and zero inequality. And then last but not least, Ron, I did take a little bit of time on this, but it's so critical to SAP and us and our customers is people. People is our fifth pillar, but we do know that people is the foundation of every organization. So in line with our very important mantra of improving Filipinos' lives, I'd like to share with you two things that we're bringing to life in the economy and in the country right now. 
Mm. First, the future of the Philippine economy is digital. And it's yes. absolutely digital. Absolutely. We see a strategic responsibility for SAP in seeding and growing the future of digital and a digital workforce by equipping Philippine youths with digital skills to prepare them for work. Yep. Secondly, we believe that with a diverse, equitable, inclusive workforce, we thrive by bringing best of breed, best of authentic selves to work and looking at business beyond bias. So that's kind of the five pillars that mm -hmm. we have implemented to help us navigate the future, either in private sector, the medium SMB space, or even the government sector, Ron. That is amazing. But I, I want to just double down on sustainability a little bit because it's very hard and people throw this away loosely sometimes. But you guys have obviously have built such an amazing commitment on sustainability. And sustainability cannot be really consistently pushed through if you don't have the ability to look at highlighting and the data that's important that's uh, driving the actions that are needed to hit those sustainability goals. How are you able to then help the companies that you guys are helping, whether they're SME, government, and whatnot? Because again, that's the key. As we go into the mid-20s, the 2020-30s, this is something that needs to be part of every company's operations. And if you're not given the right data, just imagine the moonshot crazy stuff that people are going to be doing. And you guys have mastered that down pat. How are you helping that community? Uh, commitment on sustainability, especially driven by the data that you collect and interpret for these companies? Yeah, it's such a fantastic question. And look, I think the best way to answer that question, Ron, is through a use case. Uh, mm. and, and the reason why I use a use case is because it's done. It's not what we're going to do. So being there, done that is right. a far more powerful way of illustrating the contribution than a moonshot, as you've uh, so acutely referenced it. Right. Maybe I could call out uh, Agri-Pacific Corporation, right? Mm. Established in 2015 by a group of manufacturing professionals right. and business uh, men and women who kind of share the same passion for manufacturing high-quality products and ingredients for consumers. Mm. But they started their you know, ERP system in place, a lot of manual processes, and they were challenged around how to accelerate their business processes. Manual processes were really, really very time-consuming, as you alluded to, the data which hinders, you know, the ability to expand their business efficiently, manage the organizational cost profitably, and of course, making sure that decision-making could happen on the fly instantaneously. When we worked with uh, Agri-Pacific, they implemented SAP's S4HANA uh, on-premise uh, systems to cloud-based to cover their financials, their procurement, their inventory. What we did with this customer was we really harmonized their backend processes. And remember, Leon, I told you about the coolest software that your friends haven't heard of? Yep, yep. You heard of Agri-Pacific, but in the backend and in the front end, that's where we've inculcated the technology to harmonize efficiency. But you could then, and knowing you, Ron, and how smart you are, you're going to tell me, but Rudy, hold it. That's inward looking. Tell me about outward looking. Well, to my <laughs> earlier point, I spoke to you about ESG yep. and having to, you know, comply. So in SAP, we've got a simple business process inculcated and embedded in our digital supply chain solution that oh. allows any customer who, for argument's sake, is manufacturing a product right. very quickly track and report from creation 
to putting that onto the shelf, palleting it, warehousing it, transporting it. Right. Actually come up with a number that says what the carbon emissions were in producing that product. Wow. And that, that, that is so powerful, Ron, because if you begin to look at that at a, as a customer's SQ or SKU level, right. we need to see that we can now start changing our supply chains. We can make those supply chains a lot more efficient, a lot more uh, productive, and a lot more kinder to the planet, if I could think. Uh, Absolutely. That phrase. Just imagine all these legacy businesses. All right, let's just talk about productivity. Let's just talk about yield. Let's talk about these things. But they never even knew the, the negative impact that they were doing in the business. But if you had that data on every yield or every report that say, hey, you're actually above the threshold, then they can do something about it. Again, if it's out of sight, out of mind before, it's something that they're very cognizant about now. And instantly, because of SAP, they are able to make those right decisions because they know it and they can see it in every single day. Now, all right, Rudy, uh, I need you to step back a little bit because we're going to have to take our last break. And when we come back, let's now talk about paying it forward. And again, talk about how you're leading the SAP team and, you know, give advice to more entrepreneurs and hustlers that listen to this podcast. But let's talk about that more after the break. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again, and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey, Hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoostTime deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. 
Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named Fintech of the Year at last year's Philippine Fintech Festival in 2023. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. Hey, Hustlers, before we start this episode, I want to share with you this amazing tool that we started using in Podcast Network Asia and Pod Machine lately, and it's called Narrator.ai. Now, prior to using Narrator, one of our biggest problems in our startup was centralizing the tons of data that we have from all our podcasts and how users were using our product. We had so much data. The problem was we didn't have the right tool to interpret and make decisions fast out of them. Now, this meant we did a lot of risky guessing, which thankfully we got right, but we were a bad move away from screwing it all up. Now, instead of hiring a whole data team or building this whole thing from the ground up, we were lucky to find Narrator. Because as a startup, you need a tool that allows you to make the necessary pivots needed to scale up with your data that you can use to make great decisions fast. And Narrator is the fastest, easiest, and the most comprehensive way to get value out of your data warehouse. No more need for hundreds of rigid data models that take forever to update and can only handle a limited number of use cases. Using Narrator's activity schema, explore and analyze any data in your warehouse without having to write SQL. And I swear, if you're a startup that's scaling or a company that's undergoing digital transformation, this will blow you away. So all you have to do is go to narrator.ai and book a demo. Trust us, this is awesome. Hey! 
And we're back from the break. We are still with Rudy Abrams again. Told us amazing things that SAP does for the world that directly impacts your lives. If they're not here, we're still going to be stuck in the dark ages. So again, from a consumer's point of view, thank you, SAP. And thank you, Rudy, for doing the amazing job that you guys do. But let's now talk about paying it forward. Because at the end of the day, you guys do such an amazing job also you know, helping the future leaders or the future workforce that, you know, uh, propel this forward in this, again, digital age that you were talking about. But I wanted to understand from SAP's point of view, what are the key programs that uh, SAP that they that you guys do that help the workforce, especially in upskilling them? Because as the world changes to a more technology-driven, you can't be passe. You need to level up and also uh, compete at the different times and different skill sets that is needed for the 21st century in the roaring 20s and above? Awesome. Ron, look, please, with your permission, allow me to answer this question in two parts. It will okay. be remiss of me not to dissect them between what we do for our customers okay. and what we do for our teams internally, including myself. As much as I'm a business leader, I'm also an employee of the organization and I have certain desires, needs, and wants. For our customers, absolutely. I spoke to you about our success factors and our human experience application. And that's a feature-rich HR end-to-end portfolio that allows not only for you to get paid via the payroll engine, not only to automate a leave transaction and make that frictionless that you can whip out your mobile phone and apply for leave, see your, your medical benefits and all of those good things that staff members expect, just like any other bouquet of service, that they provide, but things like an opportunity marketplace, mm. you know, gone are the days where I go to the pin board and I look for jobs. I jump onto an opportunity marketplace. I can go and scout for jobs around the world. I can upload oh. my CV or my credentials. And so when you look at tech 3.0, you begin to see that our human experience management portfolio helps our customers to really double down and drive their human experience platform and interaction with their staff member. Because in many ways, in this war for talent, our differentiation is coming down to how we're making our people feel. How easy is it to interact with the IT organization, the facilities organization? So when it comes to systems, I firmly believe that systems can make a monumental difference in how you get people to operate. I've got this lifelong infatuation with making leaders and managers super awesome. Because I know as an employee, if I have a super awesome manager who supports me, allows me to bring my whole self to work, irrespective of my juniority or seniority, but understands me at a human being level and gets me and is able to help me navigate my career, gosh, I'll take my shirt off my back for the organization. Which in many ways, Ron, this is going to sound really creepy, but I love SAP. I am in love with this organization based on the opportunities that this organization has given me. So it's easy for me to be a real ambassador for my organization because we've got this mantra, start somewhere, go everywhere. Said Mm -hmm. differently, we really have the ability to be anything we want to be inside of SAP. You could be an engineer, you could be a developer, you could be a sales leader, you could be an enterprise architect. You could be a project manager. You could be a consultant implementing. So this ecosystem that we have in the country, in the Philippines, we have over 2,600, you know, staff members. 
We run huge uh, shared services in the country, 24 by 7, that services the rest of the world because the wow. BPO capability in the Philippines is so good. There right. is some thought leadership and some amazing innovation coming right out of the Philippines from mm -hmm. SAP staff. What does that mean? That means making sure that each and every line manager is equipped with the capability to really navigate and manage staff, all the way from having a fantastic employment contract with the organization to owning and developing that psychological contract. And Ron, for me, that stuff is mission critical in the psychological contract. That's where the discretion happens. Right. So I'm wearing a shirt today that says hashtag pledge to flex. There the pandemic go. was in many ways so hard on the world, but the pandemic was a catalyst to allow a hybrid way of working. So all of a sudden, we've got this mantra globally that we can work from anywhere in the world. Now that has changed the way in which we show up, right? We now can take care of fundamentals. So SAP is changing work for good. Mm -hmm. And in the new ways of changing working styles, we're inculcating that into our applications as well. That is so amazing. So that's the first part. That's mm -hmm. the corporate part. Let me tell you about perhaps me and, and how I kind of show up in the workplace as a people manager. Look, I'm one of those individuals that you start out with 100% of trust. So my love language is hyper-communicator, hyper-trust. Nice. And because I do that, I'm all in. And, and that's how I like to be treated, right? So we have a very trusting relationship in the organization. And that gives people this, the freedom and the opportunity to bring them whole selves to work. Right. And I think there are a few key tenants that's not in a playbook that perhaps does have its heritage in those four agreements yep. or those five cues. And I think for me, that's a little bit more of the humanity stuff. So don't sweat the small stuff, Rudy. You know, be a little bit lighter, be that guy in the room that closes the meeting 10 minutes before and don't consume the full hour. Right. That's a little leadership hack. Wow. Give that 10 minutes. That's an absolute gift. The greatest thing we can give any of our staff members is our undivided attention and time. Yeah. And so that's a little bit of a life hack I like to inject and infuse into the organization, Ron. Another one I like to do is to create the spaces and the places to thrive. Mm -hmm. So to the next generation is elevating them upwardly into the organization, right. opening doors up for them to leaders, either through a coffee corner or exposure to say, hey, you know, John Doe did really well here. Mm -hmm. Or Sally Sane really shot the lights at you. Would you, my boss or my boss's boss, would yep. you just spend 15 minutes with this individual? And that exposure means a lot because what that fundamentally means is you're tying a little beeline all the way from the shop room floor, if you will, yep. to the boardroom. And so that visibility becomes so important beyond just what sits natively in systems as catalysts or next generation people. Correct. And I found that has worked quite well. I think some of the other things that I do need to share with you is run healthy in SAP. I try to do a lot of standing meetings. I try to do a oh, lot of okay. I try and make sure that, you know, within the confines of being um, respectful, our nutrition, again, speaking to those five cues, right? Our physicality yep. is so important. And then probably last but not least, understanding on a Teams call or on a Zoom call, what sits behind that screen. Behind right. that screen is a family, is cousins, is brothers, is aunts, and knowing that I'm responsible for so right. many families that 
the way in which I relate to my colleagues, my team, and my staff. Mm. Fundamentally, they take it home. And so building phenomenal experiences through our people development. We have an extremely progressive um, HR uh, global organization that really goes beyond the call of duty to make us so comfortable and valued. We have some amazing HRBPs. Our diversity inclusion and our DEI team, diversity, equity, and inclusion team do a monumental job. But just uh, a few days ago, I had a think tank conversation with him and I said, hey, can we take D, E, and I and add a B? And the okay. B stands for belonging. So we can be very embracing of diversity, equity, and inclusion. But we've also got to create a sense of belonging. And so we're beginning to have those conversations. What does belonging look like? We right. unpack different fraternities. What does belonging look like for the marginalized, for Gen Z, mm -hmm. for the LGBTQ community, for, you know, part of the aging workforce, part of the new workforce. These are complex realities, Ron. Yeah. And in many ways, we've got to navigate these complexities because you've also got country laws, you've got legislation. So in all of these confines, I find being in SAP extremely liberating because I know this sounds cliche, but it's a judgment-free zone. And one of our mantras that we have is tell it like it is. And so mm. you know, the ability to build trust is 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 really really very high for us in our teams. I guess there is perhaps one or two factoids that I just want to bring through to bring this to kind of like a logical end on my side. Sure. SAP this year celebrates its fiftieth birthday. Happy birthday! Thank SAP. you so much. Thank you so much. And we've been in the Philippines for over twenty five years, right? Yep. So what I did want to bring to a halt, Ron, uh, in terms of just SAP, Philippines, and the landscape. There's a few uh, DE&I factoids I need to share with you because we're okay. so proud. This year is SAP's 50th anniversary. So we're 50 Ooh. years old. Happy birthday, guys. Thank you so much. We were founded in 1972 by five people working in their clients' offices, right? Since then, we've grown into a global powerhouse with over 100,000 employees supporting yep. more than 460,000 customers across 140 countries, including the Philippines. As our company expands, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging is so important. And there's no one more important to shape that culture than leaders in our organization. I'll give you an example about the Philippines. In 1995, the diversity and inclusion panel was formed and it was fundamental to perform, you know, at its best. This, as you know, in, in the Philippines, there's so much cultural diversity. And so it was critical that we got the voice and got this right. And so getting these different beliefs, these perspectives made us stronger in the country. We know that there's this unique combination of culture, race, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, identity of expression. And so... When we infuse that with, you know, autism at work, which is so awesome, physical or mental ability to perform certain work-life situations, that voice of our staff is fed into us on a daily basis through our quality. Wow. And so we can make so much sense of that data. So data-led decision-making. I guess in conclusion, Ron, I can proudly boast out of all modesty that at SAP, Philippines, 57.8% of our employees are female and around 6% are in management positions. 
And so this is a pretty cool factoid because this is a natural result of our commitment to be an inclusive employer. Wow. But to ensure that all stages of the employee's life cycle is inclusive Mm -hmm. and making sure that we are across the fundamentals as we retain, attract, and manage to grow our diverse talent pool, we use our success factors application to keep us in check as well. So in many ways, you know, we drink our own champagne. And I guess last but not least, it doesn't, it's not limited within the confines of our organization. I'm having this narrative when I speak to the customers, to our partner ecosystem, to some of the corporate social responsibility work we're doing in the country right now. So, Ron, you know, we've been in the Philippines for more than 25 years. We've got a lifelong commitment Mm -hmm. to the government, to society, to the business escarpment. And it is our tagline to make the world run better and improve people's lives. And in this case, to make the Philippines run better and improve the Filipino's life. So it is my absolute pleasure and honor to be serving the country and to be serving over 2,600 of our staff members in the country, Ron. That is so amazing. Thank you very much. Rudy, again, I'm just uh, left in awe, but amazing stuff that you're saying. But again, before I let you go, if people want to reach out and they're sold with how you just told us how you can help them. They're a company that's not yet using SAP. I don't know why you're not using SAP yet, but if you are one of them, how do they reach out to you and where do they do that if they want to reach out and use SAP? Ron, I'm so tempted to provide my IG handle. Please don't. My fiber <laughs> account, my WhatsApp number. Uh-huh. My would not be happy with that. <laughs> you got to stop. No, in all honesty, I'm highly accessible. You said it. Technology makes us so connected. So look, yep. SAP.com is the first place to go. You mm-hmm. can navigate to one of those 140 countries, if you will. Yep. Uh, if it is employment opportunities, please just register on our database, be a business partner in the system, keep mm-hmm. your eyes peeled. And uh, look, we do monumental work in the university alliances. So we mm-hmm. always out in society. You'll recognize us. We're in Tagik City. If you want to come and visit for a cup of coffee, there you and go. the website, but more importantly, um, we're highly accessible through most channels. Like I said, we're not only in the enterprise space for blue chip entities, but the mid-market segment is so important for us, Ron. And then mm-hmm. last but not least, uh, you know us too. You know how to get to us. So via your channel is uh, completely also appropriate. And uh, look forward to connecting. Look, look more importantly, looking forward to building further trust with our current customers, going after those net new customers that one took to the cloud. Mm-hmm. It's your service provider of choice. And this is the kind of culture and experience you would get with SAP. You know, we're very hip. We're very progressive. Yep. We are infatuated with customers and customers going live with the technology. So we're very easy to reach, Ron. Yep. And again, hashtag pledge to flex. But before I let you go, Rudy, again, uh, if you are listening to this in uh, any type of podcast, uh, follow us, whatever you're using. And if we did say some jargon, it, and also if you want to see and Find out where you can reach out to SAP. It's going to be in the show notes on hustleshare.com. And lastly, if you want to be part of the community, it's going to be in the Hustle Share community on Facebook. Again, Rudy, thank you very much. 
Maraming salamat po. It was an absolute pleasure being here and I'm totally, totally looking to see you in the flesh. Ron. Absolutely. Very yeah. soon. Especially before time, Christmas. Yeah. Thank thanks. you. All right. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.